Shalom, Rachlak, and Avram, Bez Hashem, Loy Mishmarin Simon, Kuf Mem Zayin, Sif Aleph, Shin number 335. Once again, Kuf Mem Zayin, Sif Aleph, Dine, Galili, Galila is the Sevetayr, the Allah is of Galila, of the Sevetayr. So Galila means to roll up the Sevetayr. We're going to see that uh, Hagba, according to the Mechaber, is, is, uh, is Galila, so to say. It's a little different what we call Hagba and Galila. And we'll be learning here also the importance of not touching the Sevet Torah with your bare hand. So the Mechaber tells us, also It is forbidden to touch the Sevet Torah without, with your bare hand, without some type of cloth or a talis separating. Says the Mishra Sif Katan Aleph, that if a Gemara says that a person who touches the Sevet Torah without any cloth, the Avarze Nikbar Arum Mitzvazu, he be buried. Arum literally means unclad. Buried without this mitzvah. He will not receive the schar, the reward for that mitzvah of that aliyah that he that he had, because he did something incorrect. Now this is similar to what we have learned when person does a mitzvah at the same time when he's doing it at the wrong time, wrong place. For example, we had learned by Reb Chaim Kineski Zatzal had had told us that if a person told us in the meaning of the Sefer says that if a person will um, learn Shnai Mikra Vechatargum during during Kriyas during Chazar Sashatz he doesn't get the the Schar right that doesn't count because he did it at the wrong time you're not supposed to be learning during Chazar Sashatz that's what he said so a similar concept you're touching the Sefer Torah with your bare hand so you lose that on that mitzvah if you held it and read from the Sefer Torah, or the Balkhoim is reading, you don't have a schar, the reward from that kriya, from that reading. So too, if you held it to roll it together or to fix a mistake, and even a slight touch of the Sefer Torah with your bare hand is forbidden. This whole discussion that you shouldn't touch it is when there's no tzayrich, there's no purpose for it. But if there's a purpose as to why you have to touch the sevetayra, to let's say sew a little of the of the cloth of the of the ureus, the parchment together, or sometimes you need to sew a little piece on the, the cloth also of the sevetayra, you know, like like the reinforcement. They have there by the seams. The prima Godim says in the scenario where you can have, we can't avoid it. You have to touch it. That's how you that's how you fix it. So you're allowed to touch it. You're doing it for the purpose of the Sevet Torah. However, before you go and fix the Sevet Torah, when you know you're going to be touching it, it's appropriate that you should wash your hands first. Wash Nagelwasser first. Okay, that's step number one. It's tough, it's appropriate. Aval kishayin tzayrich, but when there's no necessity to touch the cloth, even if you wash your hands, you should still not touch it, if there's no reason to touch it. As the Ramah will conclude and say that as well. Sev katan beiz, sev etayr aroim, person will be buried without that mitzvah, nikbar will be buried without them, it's imloy alidei, Beget Hamasik, unless he touches it with a garment, a talus that's separating his hands and the 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 the, the cloth. We had learned earlier a few uh, pro, a few simanim earlier 
that my Chavrusa told me uh, yesterday when we were learning that he got an Aliyah this past Shabbos, and then a Yid after him, Iranian Yid, actually got an Aliyah and was holding with his talis the cloth at the bottom. No, 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 excuse me. Uh, the, not the cloth at the bottom. The the cloth, the, the rolled part, you know, on, on the right side. He specifically put his hand with the talis first, like the Magen of Ram says, which is interesting because the Magen of Ram is Ashkenazi, and, and we Ashkenazim don't do that, minute. Right, so I don't know why we don't do that, but the Maisa, that's uh, <coughs> with a beggar is is not a problem. At the time when they do glilo, they roll up the sevetayro, or when they pick up the sevetayro hagbo, sometimes the sevetayro drops the the cloth drops a little below the eitzim, and you have to pick it up. In order to make it equal, you're, you're going to position a little. You pick it up, you pull, pull it down a drop. So he says over here, Be careful not to touch the Savior with your bare hand. You have to have something separate, separating between you, your hand, and the Sefer Torah. Now, he says something interesting over here. I'm, I'm going to not encourage you to do it if you don't know how to do it, and therefore we don't know how to do it, so let's not do it. And it was not tell us like this. There were those that would take their talis and do a hagba with their talis around the eitzim. Now, I would not recommend you, know, you do that. Number one, he's going to say, don't do it because we don't do it. So it looks like gaiva. Like, not only do I not want to touch the cloth, I don't even want to touch the eights with my bare hands. <laughs> now, now, there's a different issue here also, though. The issue is, is that it's, it could be slippery. You don't want to come to a situation. So let's just not do that. Now, he says like this. He says like this. The eightsim, he calls them the amudim. The handles you could touch with your bare hands. There are those that are machmir to wrap the handles of the sevetayr with the ends of the talus and they do hagba. In the place where that's not the minog, if you, he says, if you want to do it, make sure no one notices you're doing it because it shouldn't look like gaifa. That no one does it. And here you are, you're, you know, you're being machmir. When, in general, the, the concept of you are gaifa, you don't want to do something if no one does it. You don't want to be like sticking out, like you're special. Now, like I said, we should not, I, I discourage people from doing that uh, for two reasons. Number one, it's going to be a little slippery for you. Put aside this, the reason the Mishmura says of the gaiva. Even if you could somehow hide it. Number two, if you don't give yourself enough slack in your talis, you're, you're, you're going to pick up the talis hold, and, and you'll be caught. You, you can't pick up your arms. You're stuck because you're, you're, you wrap the talis around the eitzim. It's not going anywhere. For the same reason, I'll just tell you something practical. If you're doing hagba, don't close the button of your jacket. You need, you need the space. You don't want to close the jacket with a button of jacket and then it's going to possibly hold you back from sp- spreading out your arms, if that might be the case. Okay, just practical advice. 
We go on that, go back to the top of the page. The Ramah tells us, The Ramah tells us, other Kisvi HaKadosh as well, one should not be touching with their bare hands. Further in the Ramah, However, the Ramah says, even though there are those that say not to touch the other other Kisvi HaKadosh with their bare hands, the Minig is not like that, and the Minig is that people do. However, it's better to be machmer if you didn't wash your hands, negavaser, to not to touch the other kisvei kodesh as well. Even if you did wash your hands, the Ramah says you should not touch the sevetayra, unless we said it's a scenario where you have no choice, you have to touch it to fix it or something like this. Let's turn back to Sivkot and Gimel, please, where he says shak kisvei kodesh. In the bottom of the Mishnah the page, he says, When is there even a shaila that you should not be touching it with your bare hand? <coughs> That's only if it's written with ksavashuris, that type of font, uh, on the cloth, on the parchment, with the proper ink that a sevetayra is written with. Turn the page, But svarim, our types of svarim, that it's not written in such a way. Lukulyama is mutter. Everyone agrees it is permissible. Lukulyama is mutter. And even before you wash your hands. So therefore other, uh, let's say, Nevi'im and this and that, Ksuvim, we're saying uh, would not be the same level of the Sefer Torah. It's only with regular hands. In other words, you don't know if your hands are necessarily... Uh, dirty, if you will, halachically dirty. But if you know you touched a dirty part of your body, now what is called a dirty part of your body? That brings us back to Simon Dalit. So we're now in Simon Kuf Mem Zayin. So we go back 140 plus Simonim, <coughs> and we know that any part of our body that is covered, generally covered, and we touch that body part, then we have to wash our hands. Now. It happens to be everyone here is wearing long sleeves today, or a jacket. Uh, I'm saying people in front of me. But up to your elbow, for the most part, most places can say up to the elbow, even the place where you're putting your tefillin. It, it, there are places that say you should be careful when you put in your tefillin in the morning, try not to touch your, your skin. And, and uh, it, it can be done. You just have to train yourself, practice, um, and, and uh, every other, other part of your body is, is what cons- considered to be a, a, a covered part of your body. Or if your person scratches his head with his hand, my good goes into scratch. That is also, you have to wash your hands now. So that's what's called tinaifis, it's like halachali dirty, then you should wash your hands. The Ramadan says, the meaning is not to be machmer, not to touch other sifrei kaidesh, hainu avboiz and shiksum ashuris, even those that are written ashuris, va'ala klaf, and they're written on the klaf, kedin, kigayin, megillah, let's say, for example, megillah, the custom is that we are lenient. And as you see, if you remember by on Purim a few months ago, that you have the, the Balkaire and you have the Gabayim on each side and it's folded, it's unrolled, it's folded over and then they they uh, pull some of the cloth for him to read and they fold it over again, right? They're using their hands. Okay, so Lamaisa would be probably to watch Nagelvasser but they definitely do touch it. That's the way to, that's the meaning. Gamke, Nago, Ha'ilam, Lohakil, 
by these uh, these other kids. If you didn't wash your hands, you should be machmir not to touch it. So we're concerned that maybe a person touched a dirty part of his body. Okay. When a person washes his hands, he does not have to be machmer, or with Sefer Torah. Says the Ramad, and she was explaining the, the Ramad, that you should not touch it without a... It's also not that you shouldn't. It's forbidden to touch it without a cloth. Okay, the, the Mechavit tells us on top of the page, second line, Who does glila? Now listen to what the Mechavit says. <coughs> the Godol, meaning, what does Godol mean? Meaning, the Adam Chashev, okay, who already had an Aliyah. Godol Shabbosim Shekor B'Tayra, Godoloi, he should do glila. Okay, now that's the Mechavit. You have to know by Sfardim if that's what they do. Ashkenazim, it's definitely not that we do. Now you'll see soon. The minig is to acquire the mitzvah. The minig is to buy the opportunity to do hakba, glila, aliyas. That's the minig. And whenever a person spends money on a mitzvah, it's more of a chash of mitzvah. It's more of a chash for a mitzvah. You're showing chavivas, endearment, love for the mitzvah. Says the Mishra Yosef Katan, hey, the goyl meaning, the literal translation means the one who wraps it. Now he says in brackets, that is what we call today hagba. Hagba. To pick up the Sevetayra. That's the main glila. He receives the the reward for all the aliyahs. That's why it's appropriate that what? That this person who is receiving schar for everyone, he should be the most chashev over there who got an aliyah. Right? That's understanding behind it. Fine. Now, let's just understand something. By Svardim, if you're not familiar with this, number one, I'll tell you, you should daven by Svardim meaning Beautiful, beautiful davening. Beautiful davening. That's number one. That's my experience. Number two, they have a stand, stand-up stand Torah. I mean, it sounds posh to those who know, but if you don't know, how are you supposed to know, right? If a stand-up Torah, the cloth is resting in a wooden crate, a cabin, a, a, a case, and they do hagba before they lane. They take it out, meaning what? That someone's holding it, you have to be strong. And they open it up and they show the tzibur, the Sefer Torah. Okay? And then, then they put it back down on a flat bima. No slant. Not like what the Ashkenazim have. You don't want to put something that is a, a flat on a slant. It's not going to work too well. And and then they then they lay in for the Torah. Okay. Goydolo, Yisif Kanzayin. Zehu mi Nowadays we don't do the way the the Mechaber said that the one who got the Aliyah, he's the 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 Godel should be the one who does the Galila. And they they even give regular people Mishum Dakei Shalom because of Dakei Shalom. 
It should be a peaceful situation and the shul shouldn't be a, uh, any, any quarreling. You have two yard sites on the same day. One person got in Leo. You should give the second person a hagba. Hagba. Okay, give the second person a hagba. The mitzvah glila, even though it is great. So, look at the starting point. <coughs> the starting point is like this. <coughs> Number one is, he's saying, Mitzvah Glila is a very chosh of a mitzvah. Therefore, if you get it, don't feel like, oh, I only got Glila. No, we're saying you get like the Schar for Kulam. Now, it could be it's the Hagba Glila. Okay, fine. So he says, but so why, why do you ask little children to do it also? And the reason is because you want to educate them to do mitzvahs. You want mechanich the children to do mitzvahs. I will say my own opinion. Don't give the glila to the child who can't do the glila. Okay? It, it's not going to make him feel anything good. When you have all the adults, because he's too short, all the adults helping him out, he wants to do it himself, but he can't do it. And then it's a tech de sibura. It's, it's not you're not mechanichim. He can't do it, so wait for him to get taller and then do it. It's it's it's, it's it, the point is the mechanichim. So at the right time. Why because of Shem? Shein has gone reshoy lechav mitzvahs agba l'misha yodav roisesoy roisesin harbe or lezokin hetashkoyach shedush makbil l'sheves miyad miyad l'sheves miyad ki ein loy hakoyach laachzikos man rav klapi om sheuchlo yistak lahetev. He says, don't give hagba to the person who is uh, shaking, his hands are shaking a lot, or someone who is older and his hands are weak, and he has to sit down right away, or else it's a chas shalom, it's not so sturdy, it's not so stable. So, the Mishru brings down that there's a two-way street over here. The Gabai should use his seichel, and the people in the tzibur should use their seichel also. If the Gabba is making a mistake and asking someone who is not really capable of doing it, properly decline. There's no mitzvah of doing Agba and scaring living daylights out of everybody, or even worse, now I don't want to finish the sentence. That's number one. Number two, the Gabba has got to use his seichel also. And, and don't give the person, if you have a fake, don't give him Agba. And I'm talking to the Gabbayim out there. Unfortunately, I see it sometimes. And I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand what the Gabba was thinking, if he was thinking, why he's giving that person a hagba. It's, it's sometimes it's mamish. You have to start saying till him and go over there to help out. Okay. Sif Kodnuches, or Hainu. The minig is to acquire the, the kibudim by paying for it. Pay for the mitzvah. Pay for the mitzvah. Even though in letter of the law, the Godl comes first as mitzvah. It says nowadays the minig is in certain places to acquire the mitzvah. And not just for a small little fee, but rather for a valuable, expensive uh, a price. And, and that person who pays for it even comes before the Godl. God once again means the Adam Chashav there. Now, if there's no one who's going to purchase the mitzvah, 
Then, of course, the Gabayim should go to the Adam Chashiv in the Shul. Nayagin, Limkar, Haitzais, Vachnosis, Mishum, Barav, Am, Hadjus, Melech, the meaning is to purchase the Haitzais, Vachnos, Hanosis, what's it called when you open the Sevet Torah? The, the Psicha, thank you. Psicha, and all the Kibudim, um, it, it's a meaning to, to sell them. Uh, for 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 when you do the mitzvah in front of many people, <coughs> it's a bigger covet. He brings in the in the dear, she brings that opening the Arun Kodesh is a soid godel by Ilomas al in in the Shemayim. It's a, a tremendous secrets. The person does psicha. We look like a very passionate thing. Open Arun Kodesh, take us every Torah. No. We have to realize what's taking place in Shemayim. We can't see. We don't understand. But we have to understand this tremendous amount going on. Then they bring over here, the Kavachayim brings from the Chida, that when the person's wife is in her ninth month, it's a, it's a Indian for him to have Sicha or the Arun Kodesh. And once again, the Yeshul is a Smach of The... <coughs> The Ramaz says, Yesh Oymrim im ha-mi'il b'tzad echod, if the mi'il, the covering of the Sevetayr is on one side, is pishton, b'tzad echod meshi, and the other side is meshi, is silk, tzarech la'afech ha-meshi l'tzad ha-sevetayr, should turn that the cla- the covering should be the silk side towards the Sevetayr, v'liglol, and then you you close it up, says the Mishra Sifkot Ntes, ha-yinu ha-mi'il ha-tachlun shu'amapa, that's the bottom cloth, of the Sevetayra, do who the ilu ha-mi'il ha-elyoyim, because the outer mi'il, the outer covering, the kol yam le'ein l'hofcha, you should not turn that around, v'tam b'chol zeh, the yuvin l'chadchil l'azaz dumyo, the oroin, you should make it similar to the oroin, shohayim b'fnim m'tzubo zav. Like, just like the Arun Kodesh had had gold, it was it was laden with gold, so too you should also have the the covering also nice as well. Uh, he says, zeh, v'loi nagu kein, however, the Beis brings down, Ramah brings down from the Beis that that's not the Minig, Bizman Azeh. Hinei HaMagin Evram Kazadim Mikol Mokoyim, L'Chadchil HaToyv Linokein. Magin Evram says, ideally, you should try to put the silk side towards the Sefer Torah, Bavir HaGra, Hiskim HaShulchan Aruch, Da'oisa Deya Ein La'Iker. Now, the Gra agrees to the Shulchan Aruch. Now, if you look in top over here, there's no Shulchan Aruch on this. So, what does it mean the Gra agrees to the Shulchan Aruch? What it means is Zim Kuftun Gimel, because the Shulchan Aruch talks about this later on, Kuftun Gimel. You should make a cloth for the Sevetayra covering the mantle. Equal on both sides. Even if there's, there's uh, linen in the middle, it's not a problem. Similar to the Aaron Kodesh that had gold on the outside, wood on the inside, and gold again in the, on the outside. So it's, uh, it's gold, wood, gold. So here also, Similar to that is concept as well. Mabes mitpacha is v'chein aprusa shal shulchan also miklayim. You cannot make the the cloths um, out of klayim that which is on the shulchan. Is also miklayim shatnis. I will paroiches mashemenichin ba'aroin v'ein yoitzei imasev v'ein yoitzei imasevetayr. Don't take it out with the sevetayr. Then mutter shal klayim. Perhaps a person might be getting hana from that part of the cloth, and that's why that's why you be careful not to uh, make it out of kalayim. What kind of benefit could he get out of it? 
maybe he's 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 resting on it. Uh, he says over here, Shein nechroches alidaim mechamisoy. So maybe it's like rolled it over on your hand, the ones on the on on the on the bima, like the cloth on the bima, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say it's it's let's say it's cold in the shul, and you you, you get your aliyah and you just put your hand underneath it. It's on the side next to you. Before you know it, you're 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 mechaming yourself from kliyim. So make sure you don't get any benefit out of it. But that which is hanging down, it's not a problem. He's not getting benefit from that, that. You're not, you're right? Okay. He also brings here uh, that Mishra says earlier in Simon Chav Ches, Siv Katan Test, the meaning is not to make your tefillin bag out of Kalayim also. Right? You'll put your hands in your tefillin bag. Warm your warm up your hands to get take out your tefillin. It's cold, let's say, and uh, you're benefiting from it once again. Okay, see, let's see further here. Sif cotton yud aleph. Now the Ramos is on top of the page. <clears throat> Says like this: Don't roll. The sevetayim with with a ripped cloth. If you have a different one, sivkatin yud aleph wadin hamiil shalei. So too with the covering, the mantle, the covering for the sevetayim. Afilohim chadashim. The lav covered with tefaris for the sevetayim. It's not appropriate to have a ripped cloth around the sevetayim. Furthermore, ve'ain lazos mapoyz the sevetayim medvar mishanim. Don't make a cloth for the sevetayim from old garments, that was used for a mundane purpose. Take a look later on, Kofnan Gimel, more on this topic. Siv cotton yud beis. She'en ze derech kavod, it's not derech kavod, it's not a respectable honor for the Sefer Torah to use mon- garments that were mundane for a mundane purpose. Now you can use it for Sefer Torah. If you made them, mitzad el yurabah, she'en lezer, that she'en not answer it. If you made it and it was used for Kedusha, in other words, if you did use it for Dovish Kedusha, now you cannot use it for something mundane. For Tashmish, Tashmish. Okay. Any Dovish Kedusha. You should not use anything that's used for Dovish Dusha, you should not uh, make it from that which is used for your your bicycle seat. You know, whatever, whatever any any mundane purpose. As was discussed also later on in Kufnan Gimel. Avil, the Tashish mitzvah could go in Kislatalis, but for a Tashish mitzvah. Now let's define the difference between the Tashish mitzvah and Tashish Kedusha. Tfilin or Kodush. If Tfilin or Apostle or Tfilin uh, let's say the ritzuah, your straps are, are have to go into shamus, or let's say you want to cut a little of the ritzuah because it's much too long, and you want, and when you finish cutting it, you have to put that into shamus. That's that's kedusha. Your tzitzis are called mitzvah, so it's much lower level. So if you want to make from a mundane thing for your t- talis bag, that you're allowed to do because that's 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 tashmishi mitzvah. That's mutter. Even the talus itself is permissible. Um, in other words, to make something from the mundane thing. You shouldn't make a uh, from what's called a tashish meguna, a disrespectful 
um, something, let's say your pants, it calls that disrespectful, to make that into a Tashma Shel Mitzvah. Because of Ataz, your day some Rishay Bays, and these halachas are discussed over there more in your day as well, because that's by Hechel Sevitaira. Dafka Tashish Kedushas us, only Tashish Kedushas forbidden, Avatashish, the Tashish Shari, but a, a lower, it's it's diluted, if you will. It's a Tashmish, the Tashmish. It's a sub level, that's permissible. But Magavram Fakwiz, Magavram is not so comfortable with that. If you have another reason to be lenient to your own Machmer, only if it's the same um, status that it was before, you can't use it for Kedusha. But if you changed it, if you changed those pants to something else, you sold them to something else, then it's permissible. So too says the Oilas Tamid and the Chavis Yor. There are those that are also with this. I guess in those days they were lenient. Nowadays, you go to the, the store and you buy beautiful covering and with the Velcro, the Velcro uh, Garto. Remember those days when mm-hmm. you had to tie it? Yeah. Right? To forget about the, the latches, the, right? And they had to tie it and, and then you finish tying it and after you finish tying it then you walk away and you didn't tie it well, it falls down. You have to tie it again. Or, or then you're trying to put the clasp together and you got only got two and you got three and you got to fix it again and then you realize, oh, it's inside out. Oh, yeah, Velcro. Very simple. It's done very easily. Okay. Medvarim Yishanim says the Ramah, you should not make all these items from old items. Since they've gotten your dollar one line, he says, If you didn't use it yet, it's permissible. The Magaram says, by new items, if it was made for a, a mundane purpose, it's also to use it for However, one who is lenient, then where uh, there is what to rely on, you should not rebuke the person. Uh, but once again, in this generation, Baruch Hashem, we 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 have beautiful Tashmishi Kedusha, beautiful uh, coverings to the Sefer Torah, and we're going to stop here with Kuf Mem Zayat to Beis. I just just want to share with you a Maisa. I had a guest on Shabbos shared a Maisa with me, um, and at the time he said it, I did not remember it. It was only afterwards, sometime later, that I realized, you no, know, I actually did. I did remember hearing or seeing that before, and. We just had Parshas Kairach, we just learned from the Heliger Ramah, and uh, the Maisa was where, the Maisa was that, it's really for Rabbi Dov Gross to give over in the, by his year on Tuesday, but the Maisa was like this, there was a Yid in town, in Stalin Krakow, in the town of the Ramah, that unfortunately was planning on marrying a guy, and and he wanted the, the Ramah to be Masadir Kedushin, or not Kedushin. He wanted him to officiate the ceremony. And the Ramah said, nothing doing. And this man was a very powerful person. And he, this is the way I heard the story over. And he spoke to the government or the officials, and he had like the, the guards, policemen, whatever it was, force the Ramah to come. And the Ramah said, as they were standing by the ceremony, the Ramah said like this, This week's parish is Parshas Kairach. And Parshas Kairach 
the ground opened up and swallowed them up alive. And that's what's going to happen to you right now as well. And that's exactly what happened. And the ground opened up and swallowed them up. The guy, the yid. I, I'm not saying all cloud. That's the, that's right. That's brought down. There's mice of the the, the, the Ramah is 500 years ago, not too long ago. The was this was the Ramah. The Ramah. Was it standing there? The, the Ramah is the one who said it. Okay. We had the, the Ramah. Didn't happen to the Ramah. So you think it's so, a so, 100%. No shayla about it. Where is it written? Uh, all over. You have to find the right sources. Okay. I think actually he told me in the Magan Sharm. He told me in Magan Sharm actually. I think it was. This is safer that the the Beis Yosef had a harusa with the Malach, a Malach, an angel. Right, not like that. You have to look at your Rebbe like he's a malach, the angel, real angel. So I think he said in the bottom of the footnote over there, they brought this ma'aser down. That's what I think one of the places where he brought this down.